Hi, everyone, and welcome to the One Mind Meditation Podcast. My name is Morgan Dix. Welcome to episode 45. And today we are going to talk about mindfulness. In fact, we're going to explore two mindfulness tips that can help boost your mindfulness practice in 2016. And on One Mind, we explore the ancient esoteric art of meditation, and we interview scientists, practitioners, and teachers to sort of peek behind the hood and give you the best tips and also the stories to really inspire your practice. Let's jump into today's episode. So do you need to sit on the meditation cushion to practice mindfulness? No. In fact, you've probably practiced mindfulness, I'm guessing, hundreds of times, but you probably just didn't call it mindfulness. So what is mindfulness? One simple way to think about it. Mindfulness is the practice of giving all of your attention to whatever it is you're doing in any given moment and to do so non-judgmentally. Now here's the thing. Because our minds tend to wander and because we're distracted, hyper-stimulated, it takes a lot of practice to be present these days. It really does. And also because our environment tends to be distracted. Our environment tends to be super saturated with stimulation. But the thing is, practicing mindfulness is so worth it. The rewards of this practice are rich and many. Living mindfully really grounds you in your five senses. You notice more. You feel more. You become more sensitive to your inner and outer environment. You become aware of how much your daily activity is on autopilot. So take me, for example. The other day, I walked out of my apartment, and I couldn't find my truck. And I thought, uh-oh, my truck has been towed. So I went upstairs, and you know I was late for the appointment at this point, and I was running around. I typed it into the Boston parking database, and nope. They didn't have any record of my license plate. And my wife texted me and she said, maybe you left it at the gym. And I thought, wow, that's embarrassing. I bet she's right. So thankfully, the appointment I was late for, the gym was on the way. So I got walking and sure enough, a mile and a half away, there was my truck in the parking lot of the gym where I had left it. I'd obviously just walked right by it in the morning on my way home. I love to walk. So But that's an example of being on autopilot, and that's an example of not mindfulness. Now, of course, it it gets a lot more subtle than that, but what we're talking about is paying attention here. And so so what else? When you practice mindfulness, you notice countless patterns of thought that run like a repeating loop in your mind. Often, when that happens unconsciously, Those patterns of thought, they aren't necessarily the most healthy. They're not the most productive or supportive. They can really drain your precious life force and energy. So mindfulness is really all about waking up and about living the life you already have. I think of mindfulness often as a sort of a prayer or a hymn to the community of life and being. 
I can't help but think of it that way. Paying attention is one of the things that nature or God or the universe equipped us with. It's one of the main things we can do is pay attention. And when we pay attention, there's a, there's almost like a sacramental quality to that. It's such a it's such an amazing thing to give all of your attention to one person, to one thing. Because what happens when you pay attention? That thing opens up. It's like a uh, flower in or a or a blade of grass in the sunlight. It's nourished, but but something unfolds. Something discloses itself to us when we pay attention. There's a process, and our attention is part of that process. Paying attention is like it's amazing, and of course, this whole podcast in different ways is a exploration of the different facets of paying attention. Meditation is a form of training for paying attention and mindfulness is the discipline of a much more refined practice of attention during your active life. Mindfulness is like, I I tend to think of it as meditation in motion, but I really want to emphasize this point, especially as we're going into 2016, is We have this opportunity, like so many of us do at the beginning of the year, to kind of press the pause button and look back and then look forward in a way that not all of us do during the year. It's that pause. It's just a moment for us to look and maybe to instigate some new patterns, some new habits, some new new intentions for the year ahead. That's why I want to bring us back to this idea of mindfulness being almost like a prayer, or or if you don't like the religious terminology, a a, um, a sacred rite or a ritual, or a, without getting too romantic, I think there's something about remembering the essence of who we are and how deeply that is tied to our attention. Attention is everything. It is the core of who we are on so many levels. It's not an empty thing. Our attention it carries with it our entire history, uh, the sum total of our life. It's carried in this, this hard-to-touch thing called attention. But when we look on the world, when we look on anything, we look through a lens. And that lens is it's Morgan's lens. It's Diane's lens. It's Peter's lens. It's whoever's looking. It's you who is listening. And think about it, you that lens is what enables you to cast your attention outwards. And that lens is informed by your entire living experience, everything you've ever been through. So attention has a texture, it has a it's colored by all of that. So so those are some just some initial ideas and thoughts and, and remarks as we go into these two tips I want to give you two exercises or intentions to set for 2016 with respect to mindfulness. So how can you live a more mindful life? As we launch into the new year, here are a few ways that you can practice mindfulness. So number one, listen. If you've listened to this podcast, you know I love to talk about listening. I love to talk about sound because I think it's such a powerful vehicle for meditation and for awareness. So listening is an 
incredibly powerful mindfulness practice. It's one of my favorites. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are right now, just do me a favor and just stop for a moment. Just stop. And then listen. Listen with every fiber of your being. As much as you can do that. And what do you hear? Allow the waves of sound to wash over your being. Notice the fact that you are in the midst of something called a soundscape. Just like a landscape, we're always surrounded by a soundscape. And as you listen, watch as your attention starts to naturally sift through the layers of sound. You'll hear things that you never hear. And you'll realize, wait, were these here the entire time and I, I just didn't hear them? That's not quite accurate. It's more that you just weren't paying attention Notice the sensations in your body as you do this. What do you notice as you listen? What do you feel? Can you let go into the soundscape? Can you feel your attention expanding into that soundscape? What does that feel like? Focus on your solar plexus and the space behind your eyes. Do you notice contraction or expansion? So as you practice this mindful listening, observe how you can only fully listen like this when you're totally present and attentive in the moment. This simple exercise, ha it really has the power to open new worlds for you. That has 100% been my experience. So among other things, it's a gateway to deep relaxation, deep rest, deep falling into yourself. So I want to encourage you to do yourself a major favor and build up your mindfulness muscles by practicing this little exercise this listening exercise for a few minutes every day. Just whatever you're doing, it could be in the beginning of your day, the middle, the end. It could be while you're commuting. It could be just stop as you're walking down the middle of the street and do it. So as you do that on occasion, you'll start to experience, you'll get in touch with this sense of communion that I was talking about, this sense of communion with life, the community of being. It's an incredibly enriching, empowering, and grounding experience. Try that out to, and, and let me know what you find. I'm super curious. I do this stuff. This is where this is coming from. I'm not making it up. It's just, this is what I do. So the second one, now this is a little bit more subtle, and this is 
probably more challenging is watch your mind. So have you ever spent time observing the movement of your own mind? Because it's a really powerful exercise to do this. Our mind tends to range across a vast landscape of thought every single day. It waxes and wanes in its clarity. It's up, it's down. It's positive, it's negative. It's nursing its wounds in the basement. And the next thing you know, it's shouting its victories from the rooftops. I hope that's not just me. Not surprisingly, I have definitely found this all follows a relatively predictable pattern. But most of us never really awaken to this fact. We tend to, most of us, live in the theater drama of our own minds, believing that all of it, we, we believe it all to be the essence of who we are, that, that rhythm of contraction and expansion and up and down and you know, mania, frustration, exaltation, ecstasy, you know, all of it. But the thing is, we don't need to be lost in that. And to be honest, a lot of our suffering comes from being lost in the middle of it, of having that experience where you don't feel that you have agency, that you don't have a choice in the middle of it all. But the thing is, you do. And that doesn't deny the experience. It doesn't mean you're not going to have those experiences. But it's important for each one of us to know that we have a choice all the time, that we're in control. So what, what does that mean? It means that it's possible to step outside the erratic rattle and prattle of our minds. But how? And the answer to this you know, at first it may not be satisfying, but it's very simple by paying attention to the movement of our minds. So the moment you choose to pay attention to the movement of your own mind, you step outside of this habitual momentum. You go from being in the middle of the motion picture inside to being just slightly outside of it and aware that you're outside of it. And I'm not saying that it's easy to do, but it's definitely a worthwhile exercise to practice. So as you start to watch the erratic nature of your mind, what happens is that you'll notice that you don't have to follow the same patterns that your mind does. You can actually act and make choices from a different place. So some, some traditions refer to this as like a witness state of awareness. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. So just like the listening exercise, you can, you can only watch or witness your mind in the present moment. So allow yourself to tune in to your five senses. Be completely attentive to what you're doing. And then from that place, observe the patterns of your mind. Where does it go? As you practice this mindfulness exercise, the trick is not to get lost in your thoughts. Instead, you want to keep coming back to the present moment. And from this place of wholeness and presence, you can continue to observe the movement of your mind. 
and you want to do it without judgment. You just want to watch your mind without getting lost. And that's, that's the essence of this mindfulness practice we're talking about. It's not criticizing yourself for getting lost in your thoughts because it's going to happen a thousand times and that's absolutely fine. What you're doing is you're just starting gently and very subtly to carve a new space in yourself where you're just aware of the movement of your mind. You're creating almost like a meta space of awareness above and beyond the fluctuations of your mind. Now the thing is, it doesn't mean that the whole conditioned experience of the that sense of expansion and contraction, maybe the sense of anxiety when your mind goes into a dark place, it doesn't mean that those aren't going to stop, at least not in the short term. It just means that you're paying attention to it all from a non-judgmental place. You're just observing it. You're noting it. This is what's happening. And that's it. You want to notice how your body feels when you start to get lost in thought. And, and one thing you'll notice, there's always, you'll find that there's always a subtle contraction in your body as you get involved in the thinking process. And conversely, you'll feel expansion in your being as you let go of it and return to the present moment. That's also really interesting to observe that experience of expansion and contraction in relationship to your engagement with your mind because they're related. And of course, it's not to say that there aren't times for thinking. Of co- I mean, of course there are. We have to use our discriminating intellect to do everything we do. I couldn't be recording this podcast without using it. But then there's times to return to this quality of presence where you just leave your mind alone or you practice this, this mindful observation. Practicing mindfulness, it really reminds us that we are much, much more than merely mental beings. And personally, I believe we are born with extraordinary gifts of perception and attention, but they're really, they're seldom nurtured intended to. And we have this incredible opportunity through practices like meditation and mindfulness to strengthen them, to grow them, to make them more subtle and more refined, and to really become more sensitive to life. Because life, life is a, a it's a vibrant, animating and mysterious force and it and it flows through us and around us and and between us all the time. It's like the force. <laughs> But, you know, it's, it's real. It's what and who we are. And, it, and the relationship between life and the energy of life and our attention, it's closer than close. Those things are tied together in very fundamental ways. So taking the time to practice mindfulness will have a very deep and a very profound effect on your quality of life and the quality of your relationship to life. So you and I are, are well, you know, we're supple and sensitive organisms, and, and we're constantly receiving information, impressions, intelligence, and feelings from the world we live in, from, from without and from within. And we 
Literally, we need to be here now to receive and respond to all of it. So these two simple mindfulness exercises, listening and then witnessing the movement of your own mind, these will really help you to do that. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast and be sure to head on over to our website about meditation.com to pick up two free guided meditations and then also you can pick up a three-part meditation seminar over there. Those are all for free and let's end with a quote on mindfulness. And this one comes from the Zen master Thich Nhat Hanh who says, the most precious gift we can offer anyone is our attention. When mindfulness embraces those we love, they will bloom like flowers. <laughs>